0: Blog Talk Radio Welcome to My Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Block Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hi and welcome to MGN Radio, our podcast on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Tarsi and I'm your host. Today is January 30th. It's a Monday, and thank you so much for tuning in. Um, A lot has happened this weekend, and everybody's been busy, I know. I can't believe 87 more days to our seventh conference, Dare to Aspire for Women and Moms in Business, and it's going to be bigger and better than ever. So grab your tickets at be the number2aspire.com. So I'm so excited um about today's guest because she is one of our speakers at the conference and she is just so inspiring and when you hear her story you are going to be inspired as well. So I always tell people that listen to our podcast grab a pencil, grab a pen, grab a sheet of paper cuz you are going to be inspired. Now, before I get into that, If you've never heard of MGN Radio, we are the number one show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. We have over 30,000 subscribers that tune into our show and listen to our podcast on iTunes, on Blog Talk Radio. So we really thank our subscribers. We thank people who tweet about our show and listen to our show. We really, really appreciate you all. Okay, so before I pay some commercials, I mean, some bills, I want to give her her fabulous MGN introduction. So, Shanicia Boswell is the CEO and founder of Black Moms Blog. She's a full time mom, twice over entrepreneur, and social media influencer. After noticing a large discrepancy in black mothers' blogging about parenthood, she founded Blog. Mom's blog, an interactive online community where she and other moms talk parenting, culture, and lifestyle from a Black mom's point of view. Shanicia is emerging as one of the top multicultural digital influencers. She's worked with companies like Dunkin' Donuts, American Family Insurance, American Girl Brand, which, by the way, my daughters have two American Girl dolls. Um, and she, you're gonna hear her powerful story about how she climbed to the top as a young entrepreneur, um, and how she serves her community. She currently lives in Atlanta, ATL. Hey, ATL, rise up, Falcons, Super Bowl, yay! And she has um, one daughter, and they live in Atlanta. So I'm going to be right back after we pay some bills with our esteemed guest, Shanicia Boswell. We'll be right back. Thanks. Imagine being able to charge your phone anywhere. The ArcSling motion converter turns movement into electricity, and it doesn't rely on the weather like solar or wind power. The motion of rocking or even walking harnesses kinetic energy, generating clean electricity to charge your cell phone, tablet, or other devices. ArcSling is running a Kickstarter campaign to bring this technology to market. Visit arcsling.com and rock out with the new energy generation. That's arcsling.com. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Lipo7.com injections are compounded in the USA using only the highest quality materials. All of their nutritional compounds have been carefully formulated by doctors and an experienced compounding pharmacist and then tested for efficacy and safety. Go to their website now to order Lipo B12, HCG, and other weight loss injections. Lipo7.com. L-I-P-O, the number 7.com. Lipo7.com. All right, thanks, and shout-out to all our amazing sponsors and businesses that support women and moms in business. We appreciate you. Okay, so our guest today, like I said, she is the founder of Black Moms Blog. I mean, she, on Instagram, she is killing it um, with over, I think, over 200,000 now followers on her page, and it's just so amazing. When she posts a video, it gets, like, over 16,000 likes, and I'm like, OMG, and views. So anyway, let me, let me get her on the line so she can tell her story. Hold on. Let me connect her. Hi, Shanicia. Hi. How are you? I am amazing. Happy Monday. Okay. Happy Monday. Yeah, so tell people a little bit about yourself, you know, from your, your words, you know, tell them about yourself.
1: Okay. Um, I have lived in Atlanta for coming up, actually, on my 10-year anniversary this year, um, and I came here for college. You know, I went to Georgia State, and, you know, I started off as, as this eager college student who, you know, you, people would ask me, you know, what do you want to do when you, when you grow up or what do you see yourself in five years? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know what it is that I want to do. Um, I was surrounded by a lot of people who kind of had their paths already planned out, Um, And I knew I wanted to work for myself, but I just didn't know in what. So um, I had my daughter in 2012, and I became a full-time stay-at-home mom. And that lasted for about six months before I was like, okay, I need to find something else to do. So I started my first business, which was Yale's Organics. Um, It was an organic skincare line. And I ran that for about two and a half years. Um, And then after that, I kind of wanted to do something that wasn't so – Uh, How can I put it? (laughs) It was a lot of work, and I was doing it while I was home with my daughter, homeschooling her, um, and it was just a little bit too overwhelming for me to take on by myself. But I really enjoyed the marketing aspect of what I was doing, the -the behind-the-scenes work, so I decided to start a baby blog. Um, I noticed that there were not a lot of black women that were being notarized for um, running a blog or for blogging when I would check out all these lists, a fifty best blogs. There were no black women on them at all. So my original mission for my blog was, you know, we do it too. Black moms' blogs. We're stay-at-home moms. We're business women, and I really wanted to highlight that um, on my platform.
0: Wow, I love it. I really love it. And you know, I said over two hundred thousand. You have two hundred twenty-eight thousand followers, real followers yes. on <laughs> real Instagram. Followers. Instagram. Congrat- yeah. yeah, congratulations! <laughs> but before I before I get into that, let's talk about a little. So you're a single mom. How yeah. was the store? How was it? You know, starting your business. You know, as a single mom.
1: So when I actually started the business, I was not a single mom. I was engaged to my partner. Um, so I, I started it in the comfort of of knowing that everything, you know, my bills were paid. You know, my fiance at the time he took care of all of our household bills. Um, So there was a sense Mm -hmm. of a a floor beneath me. I I started the business, and I was like, okay, well, let's just see what happens. There wasn't quite this need yet to really monetize it. Um, So I had a very lackadaisical approach because there was someone else supporting um, a lot of what I was doing. So, yeah, I started it while I was engaged to my partner.
0: Wow, wow. And then once y'all broke up, a lot mm-hmm. of women will probably, because a lot of women probably have gone through this. How did you bounce back and get the courage and the money to start Black Moms Blog?
1: Yeah, so that's actually um, a really interesting situation. You know, my partner and I, we have been together for five years. Um, and, you know, things started to go a little sour in our relationship. And one day he came home and told me that my daughter and I had 30 days to get out of his house. Um, it was a little bit of a shock. um, And I found myself in a position of either a, you know, moving back to my parents' house, which I have not lived in 10 years, or finding a way to figure it out. So I had some really gracious friends that allowed my daughter and I to couch jump for about six months. And while I was desperately looking for a job, I found it pretty hard to find employment because no one wanted to hire me with my availability. um, Because I had my daughter full-time, I don't have a lot of help from her father. Um, I have her roughly about, yeah, six six days a week, seven days a week. Um, so it's just me and her. And um, so I was sitting on this platform, I think around that time, I had maybe like 30,000 followers on my blog. And I was like, okay, Shanisha, it's time to start monetizing this. It's time to really, you know, turn this into a real business. And I did, and it, it grew immediately. And within about six months, I was gaining – about a 10-figure income from running my business.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And, you know, you're going to be at our Dare to Aspire conference in Atlanta in April, mm-hmm. and I love that you're, going, you're, you're a real entrepreneur. But a lot of people are like, wow, how did she do Share, like, <laughs> what's one practical advice or tip? that you have for people maybe trying to start a blog or brand of something that maybe you did that maybe other entrepreneurs or bloggers can kind of do too to be successful?
1: I think that a lot of people, when it comes to business, the goal is always to make money, but the focus shouldn't necessarily be on the money. Um, I know that sounds probably, you know, like how does that work? So, you know, there are a lot of bloggers out there. There's nothing new under the sun, you know. So anything that a person is trying to do, chances are someone's already doing it. So it's trying to focus on what makes you different, you know. Um, How are you going to be authentic? And like I always say, if you're authentic and you're doing something from the heart and you're doing it in a professional way, you're going to grow. You're going to grow quickly and you're going to make money doing it. So um, I guess my, my number one advice that I would have for all people is, you know, who, or even women who are just trying to start a business is be authentic and, and very purposeful in all of your movements, and um, you'll, you'll be successful.
0: You'll be successful. I love that, Black Moms Blog. Now, I love that um, when people hear the word brand influencer, um, what does that mean to you, um, and what do you want people to take from that title of a brand influencer?
1: So a large part of what I do is, yes, brand influencing in the, in the multicultural network, which means that I bring awareness to certain brands, um, different brands and companies, um, through my audience. Now, in saying that, um, you, you know, I'm sure if you follow my page, you'll see me post certain things or make videos, and I may have on a T-shirt or I may have a product in my hand or something like that. I only promote brands and companies that I really use. So I think that that's that's definitely important. Um, But I love to, you know, share with my audience, you know, different things that my daughter and I will use or places that we go, and in exchange that is the brand promotion. So that company also gets to reach my audience of of moms and and dads as well, um, and they get to learn a little bit more about what they do. And the reason why different companies will market towards me or use me for their marketing is because I bridge that gap between them and the ethnic community. Um, If you notice, like, a lot of times larger companies kind of have a struggle with trying to market to um, multicultural people, or a lot of their ads only feature, um, you know, Caucasian people. And, you know, if, if I'm going to buy a product, I want to see that someone who looks like me, or at least someone of some type of color is actually using that product, especially if it's something that's related to things like hair care, or um, it's related to things that I put on my body because, you know, we we have different hair textures. We have, you know, different things like that to where you want to see that somebody that looks like you is actually using that product as well or targeted towards people that are of your ethnic background.
0: That is very true, especially in, in today's – I can't – tell you how many people like really want to know is this a black owned business is this a black like for other businesses that I own that question has come up so often and I'm like wow Mm -hmm. and people actually want to know because they want to support it they want to support it so I I I love that I love it Shanicia wow we are chatting live with Shanicia Boswell (laughs) who is the founder of Black Mom's blog. And I love <laughs> your blog. I really do. Thank now, you. Now so how much. do you do everything yourself? What platforms <clears throat> do you use? Um, y'all go check her out, blackmomsblog.com. Um, what platforms do you use? I mean, what um do you do everything yourself and how do you do it? You know?
1: So on your for blog? the most part for the most part, yes. I do run mostly everything myself from the social media pages to the platform, um, to the website. We just started a YouTube channel. Um, I am looking for a little bit of help in some ways. I do have guest bloggers who who come on and they write blog posts, which is really great. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in, yeah. you know, writing a, a guest blog post for us, feel free to email me at um, hello at blackmomsblog.com. Um, so I'm really trying to um, – you know, I really am trying to to get some more women involved to kind of ease the, ease the load. I think that that's a very important part of business as well. You don't want to take on everything yourself because by doing that, you will burn yourself out. So currently, yes, I run my social media pages. I run my website. Um, I do all of my email marketing. And like I said, I just started the YouTube channel, um, and I am looking to also create some books and webinars and things like that for women to see as well.
0: Wow. That is amazing. That is really, really amazing. Now, what are mm-hmm. some challenges? I know at the beginning of the of the podcast, we talked, you mentioned the skincare line that you started. And I know nowadays mm-hmm. everybody wants to start a hair care line or a skincare yes. line. Um, and, you know, being that I own a hair care line, I'm like, okay, mm. you know. But <laughs> tell us a little bit more about the skincare line. Like, would you start it again? Or um, was it you know, what were some of the challenges, I guess, you faced? Um, and what are some of the lessons you learned? So maybe other people that might want to start something can listen to you, your advice and do um, things differently.
1: So, wow, yeah, that's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, let me try to break this up into a couple of parts. So I, I started my skincare line in 2013, and it. You know, it grew really well and it was very successful, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I will say the biggest, the biggest lesson that I learned it kind of goes in hand with what I just talked about, not taking on the load by yourself. Um, it, I mean, I was literally running around like a, a you know, a chicken with its head cut off. I had my daughter full time, and when she was small, 2013, she was just a year old. So you know I could like baby wear her and I could be in the kitchen mixing products. I would be up till 4 a.m. Um, you know, and I did my website. I took all my photography. I mean everything was done on my own. And you know going strong like that for two and a half years just got really exhausting. Um, so I I think the biggest challenge that I found with that, or the biggest, or another big lesson that I learned, I guess I'll say, is scale back. I had a lot of products. I had, um, like, I had hair ma- or facial mask. I had body, you know, butters, I had soaps, I had scrubs, I had, you know, so many different products. And in each type of product, I had six different variations. So I had six different body oh, butters. wow. Six different soaps and four different, you know, facial masks. And it was just way too much. So if I was to ever do it again, I would definitely scale back. And I would do maybe either, you know, one... Specific body butter, and then maybe do one seasonally. Um, I would definitely not create as many products as I had before. Um, one of the biggest challenges that I did face with the business is that it's very expensive. Um, I had an organic skincare yes. line, so and my packaging was very professional. I had all glass jars, I had beautiful labels that I I paid someone to create. Um, so I was selling, you know, eight ounce jars of body butter for, you know, a little over thirty dollars, and they were selling really well. I did you know, trunk shows at the Debbie Hotel. I had a great partner here in Atlanta that I sold my products out of her store. Um, and towards the end of it all, I was actually negotiating with Whole Foods um, for getting it there. But it was just, I just got a little bit burnt out from everything. So I think in our community, sometimes we have great ideas, but it's hard to find financial backing. And so, you know, if I was bringing in three or $4,000 a month with the AOs, I was still putting out about, $2,500 a month to restock. So it just seemed like I could never really get above water um, and see what my profit was in, in doing that business. So to answer your original question, I've considered bringing it back, but I want to make sure that when I do it, that I do it the right way.
0: Wow. You know what? If any if any time you should have grabbed your pen and paper is that everything she said is so honest and transparent and true especially about the financial backing you know yeah i think there's so many good ideas but you know stuff costs i mean it even it
1: costs money
0: costs. when we send out a product and you know that's why i always like talking to shanesia because she's owned a business you know a, a product you know everything costs you know it's it's not easy you know but there are a lot of um benefits to having a product, right. so so that's good. Now, Shanicia, in mm. terms of marketing, everybody struggles with that. You know, they have a great – okay, let's say they get over the hurt, hurdle of they have the great product. What advice do you give people how they can market for cheap? Or, you know, when you're a small business, you don't have the millions of dollars to get on TV and all that other stuff. What what, what are some ways you can market stress-free, I guess? <laughs>
1: Dress-free marketing does not exist. (laughs) Uh, I'm joking. (laughs) It it, kind of does. But, you know, I always stand by the mantra, you know, you spend money to make money. So I always suggest for any company, set aside a little bit to market. And what that means, it doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't even have to be funds. It could be barter. Um, So let's say you're a small business and, you know, you only have $100 extra a month to put towards marketing. Okay, that's, you know, depending on what pages you're trying to market towards. You know, definitely look into having a bigger page kind of shout your products out. But if that's something that's not feasible at the time, you know, look into some of these bloggers that are willing to do barter exchange. They're out there. You know, say, hey, can I send you, you know, a month's worth of my products, and you take a couple of pictures and post them to your page or send them to me and let me post them. Um, that's one way to do successful marketing. Another way is to take your own photos. Make sure that you're consistent in putting out beautiful images. Don't just take, you know, a quick fuzzy photo and throw it up on your page because you're not going to get the best results. So make sure you're actually curating your page to be beautiful. So you can do little small things. Like you can go on Amazon and buy a um, – maybe you can help me out with this. I forgot what they're called. I think they're called light boxes, but they're just a white box that you can put your product in, put a light on it, and take a picture, and it looks like a professional photo. You can also add props to your photos, <coughs> excuse me, um, <clears throat> different things like plants. You can add, you know, flowers, different things to really make your photo pop out. So just stay consistent with your pictures. Make sure they're clean. You know, consider hiring um, different bloggers to write about your product. And then you can also um, send out free products as barter exchanges.
0: I love that. That is really, really great advice. We are chatting with the founder of Black Moms Blog, And one of the things I wanted to talk about, we have like eight minutes left, but one of the things I wanted to chat about was a blog post of yours that actually I read, Mm -hmm. and I actually loved it. It was five lessons I've learned as Mm. a successful mommy blogger. And I'm going to try and tweet this out or send this out (coughs) because I think this could apply to not only blogging but your business Um, it's really good. So I wanted to talk about some of the lessons that you learned, and this, like I said, could apply to anything. Let's start with the first lesson that I was like, wow, this is really, really great. And it's, you know, don't be afraid to listen and learn from those who've done it for you. And I think you talked about this earlier, um, you know, not going it alone, you know, asking people, what else can you chat about that, that lesson that you wrote about?
1: Yeah, that's um, probably one of my most, I mean, it is. it rings so true, and I, I'm pretty sure that you can speak on this as an entrepreneur as well. The point in that is that we don't know it all, right? So a lot of times you can you can start a business and, you know, you have this idea that you want it to run this certain kind of way and you want things to look like this, and you don't want to take any advice from anybody else. I mean, that's literally you're setting yourself up for failure, so what I always suggest is find a mentor. Um, find somebody who you can kind of bounce ideas off of that's done it before, not just somebody who's like, oh, this is my friend and she you know, likes me, so she's going to tell me what I want to hear. You want to find somebody who's really going to be honest with you about what it is that you're doing and somebody who's going to be honest with you from a perspective of they've been there before. So I think in that in that certain uh, in that particular post I did mention that I'm a part of a couple of different uh, blogger groups of women who are also bloggers and I mean we bounce ideas off of each other all the time. Um, one of my uh, I also work part time for a woman her name is Miss Frederickson Fredrickson and she's a phenomenal businesswoman and she's also one of my mentors that um, I constantly am talking her ear off and asking her questions about. You know the steps I should take in my business. She gives me a lot of advice. So for any business that I've ever ran, even with daos, I had a mentor. So don't ever, don't ever go it alone. Look for some help. <laughs> find a mentor. Find somebody who's willing to help you.
0: Wow, that's good. Before I continue, even though this is kind of like we we have a, like a silent recording, we have mm-hmm. a question. <laughs> On the line. Oh, wow. I'm okay. Like, wow. <laughs> it must be one of our subscribers that, you know, you can get an email. Nice. Let me see if they're there. Hi, hi, 864, do you have a question or comment? Hello? Okay, maybe they – I saw a question. Nice. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> okay, so ma- – Okay maybe okay if you if you have the question and you are listening send it to us cuz we are taking it we will take some questions that is really nice to all our loyal subscribers that get the little email when our show goes live okay awesome. so one of the other what are the other lessons that you um talk about is knowing your worth and i'll tell you mm-hmm. when you first when i first started my businesses This is something I struggle, you know, how much you charge. You know, you don't want to lose opportunity because it can lead into a sale. You know, and I still struggle with that. So what's your lesson about knowing your worth?
1: So I just want to do a quick shameless plug. I will be going into this a little bit more at the Dare to Aspire conference. So just like you heard at the beginning, make sure you get (laughs) tickets for that um, because I'm really going to go into great detail about knowing your worth and adding tax. Um, So, you know, a lot of times when you get started off, you're going to be – I like to use the term bullied, okay? I will straight out use the term bullied, especially as a blogger. You'll be contacted by a lot of brands who are like, hey, you know, we don't want to pay you, but, you know, post this and we'll – you know, it's great for exposure, okay, exposure is great, exposure is nice, but exposure doesn't pay one bill, at least in my house it doesn't. (laughs) So even if you're just starting out and you're following, it doesn't have to be 250,000 people. It could be 30,000 or not 30, I'm sorry. Let's say it's 3,000 people. Let's say you're starting off kind of small. You can still charge to um, promote people's businesses because, in reality, your promotion is about quality versus quantity. So even if you don't have as many, you know, as big of an audience as the next person down the street, you know, you still have an audience who's listening to you, and as long as your engagement falls between that 3 to 5%, you can still charge. Now, a good way to determine what you're charging, like I said, going back to that whole concept of having mentors, find out what other bloggers in your community or in your niche are, are charging for services. And a lot of times, I think I followed um, – the Jungalow, and she put out this really great blog post, and, you know, she says she charges, I believe it's like $100 for every 10,000 followers she has or something, somewhere around there. I can't quite remember her, her math wow. on that. Um, yeah, so, and I think her page had over like 300,000 followers, and so she was charging a, quite a bit of money um for her posting. So, you know, you want to look at what's your work, um, and then charge from there. So, you know, same thing with my blog. You know, I do charge for, for different advertisements. And I also work with small businesses. So if I have a company approach me and they say, hey, we're small, we can only afford this much, you know, I have my standard low rate, which is pretty much the lowest that I'll go. Um, but I do I do try to work with companies that just can't afford it. You know, um, but definitely don't shortchange yourself. Don't, don't think that you can't afford or you can't not charge because you're new. You know, don't get taken advantage of. But the number one thing that I say to prevent that from happening, professionalize everything. Make sure you're LLC. Make sure you have a professional media kit. Make sure you have a proper rate card. So when people come to you, if you want to charge professional prices, make sure you're offering professional results as well.
0: Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so we have the caller again. Let me see this. Let me just try and connect. Hello, you're okay. on MG Radio.
1: Hello. Hello? Hello? Yes, yes. Yeah, Are you live. Laugh. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. And I was uh, very interested in another side of the uh, blog, and that mm-hmm. is the information that you give to uh, mothers. How yes. is that uh, when you give information, let's pretend that, it's your mother who is giving the information. How mm-hmm. different would her information be mm-hmm. from yours, or would they be practically the same? Hmm, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, I guess the best way I can answer that is I, first off, I don't give any medical information on my blog. Okay. So if someone is asking me a medical question like, you know, I, I think I had a woman write in one time that her baby was very colicky, and mm-hmm. she was asking me about different methods that she could use to feed the baby. And, you know, before I answered the question, I told her very specifically, you know, talk to your doctor. Um, so I don't offer any medical advice. All advice that I offer, you know, it's very, it's very standard, um, and it's also based off of my experience in my life. So, you know, one thing is with blogging, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a professional, you know, psychiatrist, I'm not any of those things, I don't pretend to be that, um, but it's very practical advice when it comes to parenting, and what I always like to say is it's pretty much advice that you would get from, you know, your own mom, your own grandparent, you know, a lot of things that I've learned, I've definitely learned from my, my parents and, you know, my, my the people that have came before me, my elders in my community, um, so I just try to pass that information along, I don't pretend to to know all the answers when it comes to children. I mean, my daughter's only four years old, so, I mean, I have a lifetime to go when it comes to really <laughs> figuring out this whole parenting journey. I'm kind of, I would like to say that she's probably teaching me a little more than I'm teaching her. So, yeah, I mean, if you could give me a more specific question, maybe I could answer that a little better. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's. I would say it would be the same, I guess, as what, as what somebody yeah. else would say.
0: Yes, yes. And I guess I think the question might be, you know, if, and I guess that that ties into our question about branding. Because I'll yeah. tell you, okay, your blog is so successful, you have over 200,000 followers following you. Mm-hmm. And maybe let's just say your information might be standard, but, again, it's your, your information. Yeah. How did you brand yourself? Like, how did you brand yourself? So even though everyday
1: moms might say it,
0: when you said mm-hmm. people listen to you, does that yeah.
1: make sense? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it definitely makes sense. I guess I branded myself based off of, you know, really staying authentic to what I love, right? So tried in true methods that really, really work for us. So, you know, for example, you know, I do a, a very a very great art, a part of my blog where it's called Where to Go. We live in Atlanta, and I know as a mom, especially as a stay-at-home mom, I was always looking for things to do with my daughter, and there, there's a there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. And let's say a Saturday morning, you know, a mother reading my blog may say, okay, I don't know what we should do today. Let's go to Black Mom's blog and, and see what she says. So, you know, those that, that, for example, is something to where, okay, yes, I've been to the Center of Puppetry art and my daughter loves this puppet show. It's going on, you know, for the next two months. You should definitely go check it out. Someone reading my blog would see that, and they'd say, oh, okay, well, you know, Shanisha. From Black Mom's blogs really endorses this, this place, so we should go check that out. So I would like to say that I've branded myself and branded my my business in a way. Read my blog. They've tried the things that I've talked about, they've bought the products that I've promoted, they follow these companies that I promote, and they see that they actually do work, so they continue to come back to find out more great information.
0: Wow, I love it. And how important is it for you to be consistent? Because some people, they say, I have a blog. Yes. Then six months later, I don't hear or see a post. Then Christmas time, I get a post. Um, it's so sporadic, I, you know. And, yeah. and I know it's probably because they're moms and time. But how important is being consistent in what you're doing, whether it's writing a blog or, or, in, or in your business?
1: Consistency is number one. I am I'm actually upset that I had mentioned that earlier. Consistency is everything when it comes to blogging, when it comes to business. And it's exactly for the reason that you said. You know, you, there are, if, if somebody is following my page and they expect a new post from me, you know, every week, and then I go cold for six months, what's going to happen? They're going to stop expecting posts from me and they're no longer going to follow my blog and I'm going to lose my audience. Same thing goes for Instagram. Um, you know, I update my Instagram quite frequently. I tell people to DM me photos and I actually do post a lot of those photos that I get to DM. So if people are expecting for me to do something and then I just stop doing it, I mean, just like anything else in your life, you're going to be like, well, this isn't reliable, so I'm going to go the other way. So when it comes to starting any business at all, consistency is key. And honestly, there are so many different platforms, apps, and different things out there that allow you to be consistent to where it shouldn't even really be an issue. Like, for example, I use WordPress to run my blog. I can write out 10 blog posts in a day, right? And I can schedule those posts to go out once a week or twice a week, and for the next month and a half, all of my blog posts have been automated to where I sat down for one day, I did it, and I no longer have to worry about that. Same thing with social media. There are suites like Hootsuite that you can use, and you can schedule all of your posts to make sure that you remain consistent. So I always say no matter what's going on, whether you're a mom, whether you work a full-time job, Consistency is all a matter a matter of proper planning um, and organization, and you'll be okay. Wow,
0: I love that, love that. While time is running out, but I did want to ask you, how do you balance it all? You know, a young mom in Atlanta <laughs> running this business. Like, any tips or any words of advice for other I don't other please. moms?
1: <laughs> I'm joking. I made a bad joke. You don't um... please. <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, I the the best advice that I would have when it comes to, to balance is, number one, proper planning. Number two, self-care. Um, I think that's the part that really gets forgotten, is self-care is still a part of running a business, meaning, you know, you may be really excited for getting started with a company and, you know, you have this great idea and you spend all of your time you know, working towards that goal. But if you don't take care of yourself while you're planning for that, you're going to burn yourself out. So the way to ensure longevity and to ensure balance is to make sure that you really set time apart for yourself. And I don't mean, you know, 10 minutes. I mean really give yourself a day. It may not happen every week. It may only happen once a month. But give yourself a real day of self-care. Like I'm a strong believer. I will go and I will take myself to the spa and I will get a massage. I'll get a pedicure. I will – I would really treat myself, and I try to do the same thing for my daughter um, because I am extremely busy. It's a lot. You know, I, I, I work my blog full time. I've been literally up since 7 o'clock this morning. I've been working since we're doing this call up until, um, and I have plenty more work to do today. But, you know, I raised my daughter. We are very active um, in our our religious community as well. Um, and, you know, I also work another job. So it's it's a lot. But I also find time for myself. So long story short, for any mom out there, make sure you have proper balance by being organized and putting time apart for yourself that's separate from what you do for your business.
0: I love it. Wow, Shanicea, we're going to be in for a treat. When you speak live at our conference, I can't um, wait. You know, much success. <laughs> I know much success to your blog. I love it. Thank I follow you. you, and I really love the blog. I really do. Thank add the so pictures much. and it. oh, so your picture. I think you answered <laughs> it. All the beautiful, loving little brown and uh-huh. you know babies <laughs> are from DMs and different you know
1: pics yeah. that you
0: see, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. So awesome. the pictures. the pictures is awesome. I yeah, I post some of my daughter and I, but most of them are reposts either from DM messages or um, pages that I follow as well.
0: Wow. Now, as we round out, we have like one minute left. What, where okay. can people get a hold of you? Where can they reach you to follow you and contact you?
1: Yes, so if you go on any social media platform from Instagram to Twitter to Facebook to YouTube, I am on there as Black Moms Blog. Um, I also have my own personal Instagram page that you can follow. It's Shanisha Boswell. Um, and that's actually tagged in my in my bio on my Black Moms blog on Instagram. And then our website is www.blackmomsblog.com.
0: Dot com. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast. We really thank appreciate you. you. Thank you
1: for having me. All
0: right. Thanks. Bye. Have a good day. Wow, night. that was amazing. Have a good day. That was amazing. Again, she's going to be one of our featured speakers at our 2017, our seventh conference, Dare to Aspire in Atlanta. And I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Um, We are going to send this podcast link out in a few minutes. And um, I can't wait to connect with all of you next week on our next show. All right. Thank you. God bless.